Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is that wonderful time of week where professional game developers sit around a campfire, roast marshmallows, and run the Game Dev Unchained podcast. This is Larry Charles. I am one half of the awesome dynamic team that is bringing you this amazing wonder of sonic pleasure. The other half, my co-host, my best friend, Mr. Brandon Pham. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the better half, Brandon Pham, <laughs> coming in this week with a special guest, Alex Koshelkoff. Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going, man? How you doing, dude? Good, good, good. Thank you very much for having me today. Hey, glad to have you, man. Thanks for joining. Yeah, no problems. No problems. My pleasure. So yes. Alex is the lead creator on Universim, but let's go ahead and, uh, if you don't mind, kind of go over your background to introduce yourself to our yeah. audience. Tell the audience why you're cool. <laughs> Uh, well, there's a lot to tell. I've been in, um, <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff, right? Yeah. I, I, have been in the uh, entertainment environment for some time. Uh, you know, like, I, um, uh, as, as you probably get it from my last name, I'm originally from Russia. And, um, so I started my journey back into South three back in Russia, mm-hmm. um, where I became the, uh, branch manager in the CODA. Okay. And Kodak is American company that uh, we've been printing pictures. Uh, we've been uh, working with all all the customers, you know, like changing the backgrounds for their photos. When yeah. family comes in, hey, I want to be with a Walt Disney, you know, like with a Mickey Mouse on the background. Right. So, and since then, I've been spinning kind of in this environment where you work a lot with visual effects. Uh, and uh, overall kind of entertainment, you know, been working a little bit with uh, uh, Hollywood companies like uh, Paramount Pictures, Walt Disney, did some projects for them as well. And then, um, and back in 2008, we decided to move, my family decided to move into the United States. And uh, I always have a dream to make a game. And uh, so I will start start researching what we can do. Um, and uh, I came up with cool idea, which is become the universe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and I start working on getting the project uh, released on the Kickstarter. Okay. So we've been preparing some uh, ideas, uh, pitches and things like that. And uh, back in 2000, uh, what was it? 14. We launched our campaign and uh, it was successful. So it ran for 30 days and we uh, raised close to $400,000. All right. Damn. Wow. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's our, this is our moment to give you the I'm so happy for you. So happy for clap. you, man. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome, dude. It's like, wonderful. Yeah, it's it's great. You know, it's it's very challenging as well. I mean, the Kickstarter. A lot of people like. There's a lot of goofy projects as on the Kickstarter as like potato salad or something yeah. like. If you guys heard about it like a while ago. Yeah, uh, I remember that one. Yeah, which starts as a joke, you know, and it grows in something big. And yeah. but in our case, we spend a lot of time, you know, like preparing and and uh, kind of like preparing a pitch, and we just want to make sure that we're not over promise we're not promised something that we'll not be able to deliver you know like so because i think in our gaming industry at the current gaming industry this is really important because there have been a lot of you know uh things going on where some people over promise things and never deliver you know like it's, yeah. it's easy to say something but it's hard to actually deliver, you know like to to develop it and that's why we were a little bit i mean trying to sell us down maybe a little bit be on uh, uh just not over promise things you know and uh 
we've been we've been kind of like very transparent and yeah. very honest with our uh, fan base, and I think that's what's helping us a lot as well, uh, uh, because people pretty much know what we're doing, how we're doing, how fast we're doing that, you know. Yeah. And uh, so they, we're pretty open with the project overall. Nice. Says the guy who's making a God game. <laughs> like, so how, how big was your, so before Kickstarter, uh, how, how big was the team? When you were well, there? the thing is like, it's, it's a little bit different in our case scenario because some people sometimes compare us and saying like, hey, it takes you longer to develop or you've been de- developing this game for, for some time. But the thing is like, what you need to realize is the project started from zero, mm. like absolutely nothing. Yeah. I, I had zero people in the team and I started establishing connection, trying to find the right people who can help me to uh, kind of make this dream come true, you know? Mm. And so when we're talking about speed and when the project started and like how big is the team, so it's kind of start snowballing. So yeah. there's no way of saying like, Hey, it took us like two years, but again, two years, two years ago was like two people on the team and two years from that right now we have over 15 people on the team, you know? So that's why the progress kind of like snowballing. So the the more we, uh, the more we work on the game, the faster it actually moves. Mm -hmm. So the faster development goes. And uh, so at the Kickstarter, we had like, some some enthusiast people that was helping us you know like here and there like some cases because it's hard um a lot of developers and programmers they want to get paid right away right and me as a person like yeah i would love to pay you but (laughs) yeah uh, oh alex it would be nice to get paid once in a while right (laughs) Uh, we kind of like we'll work for food kind of concept (laughs) so yeah so yeah, we started with like, hey, we're, we're start with this campaign, you know, like, and if everything goes goes well, like you guys get get paid based on what we um, raise, yeah. and after that, we define a stable kind of uh, yeah. monthly payments and stuff like that. So it's a lot of work with people, and it's challenging because you work remotely, you know, like yeah. we don't have our own office. So that's why when people saying like, how long it will take you to develop this, or how long why it takes you this long to develop things well we don't have team you know like we don't have we did it's not we don't have team right now we didn't have team like the set team from the beginning like was a triple a project where somebody comes in drop the pack of papers hey we have the project there's 30 people gonna work on this 20 people gonna work on that you know and they can they can they can specify that kind of like roadmap a uh, little bit better than we can, you know, because our manpower is like usually varies, you know, like it, we can, we can get like little more people, little more experts, you know, that, that know what they're doing. And that's why we can say something and not deliver it on time or it can be other way, you know, like it can be much faster. Yeah. Like, so, like even with a team of 15 currently, right? You have 15 people. Yeah, we have a little bit over 15, some some work full-time, some work like part-time here and there, yeah. Yeah, with a triple A, this is, <laughs> this is insane. Like, I never would have thought, like, a indie, like, a, a team that is, like, a consisting of 15 people being able to make a game this large. Usually, this is, like, the echelon of the industry. Like, we're going through here, and we're basically, you know, games like Spore... Grand Theft Auto, those teams are like untouchable, even with a small team in my in my head, right? But now we're it's such an interesting time where we're involving, where we're placing bets. Even though it's a god sim, I'm sure you guys are putting all your energy where it counts to make it a interesting god sim without breaking your backs. Oh yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's definitely not your regular indie project. So it's not, you know, 8-bit pixel platformer, which is, I'm not saying those are bad. I'm just saying the scope of the project is huge. You know, it's, it's enormous. I mean, and for the team like, like us, I mean, it's, it's, it's really, it's really big project. We raised the bar really high. And when we've been um, at E3 
um, back in uh, a few years ago, like we, we attended like Xbox party and uh, uh, other parties and people was just like, hey, you guys are like three full high. You know, like there's a triple A and triple I stands kind of like for yeah, like definitely. like high 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 class indie indie games. You know, like so, and that's true because our kind of thinking is like we rather take our time and invest our time and uh, in, into the like details of the project. You know, have a great assets, mm-hmm. like make sure that our game platform works first. Because with the universum, you see like. When when you when you develop the platformer or or something something similar even like first person shooter, uh, which is like scripted, you know, like you know you have a scenario, mm-hmm. so you know that this character should go from point A to point B. You need to spawn enemy here. You need to spawn enemy here, and they will shoot with this kind of branch and things like that. Mm-hmm. In our case scenario, we try to deliver like we're, we're always using the word like organic world, mm-hmm. and. Uh, we developed a platform that will simulate that. And at the beginning, it was a little bit rough and a little bit hard to chase that because you're not getting the game or like you're not getting the fun aspect of the game for quite long, you know, because you building that platform kind of like a sandbox where everything is going to happen. You know, like where where you can add, like you build a planet, you build a planet generation, you added like a, different seasons you added on the planet different seasons you added different temperatures we have a wind map and things like that you know mm-hmm. because we really wanted to spend some time making sure that it's dynamic it's it's changing it's not just like you know procedurally generated and that's it mm-hmm. no it's procedurally generated and it's actually different you know it, it, it has sense and uh, then after that we kind of start putting other pieces together, you know, like now we're adding the people, which we call nuggets in the game. Uh, and uh, now they can be affected by temperature. Now they can be affected by wind. Now they can be affected by different biomes on the planet. You know, they, they cor- correspond with what's going on. You know, it's not just like static 3D sphere mm-hmm. without any information in it. And we just drop like fireworks and things like that. You know, no. We're, we're really linking like little small bits of it. Like each each person, each, uh, each individual, each nugget, they have their own statistics as health, hunger, mm-hmm. they reproduce uh, and things like that. So you start just with like two of them and then the, they, they grow as you're, you're helping them. Mm-hmm. And again, this is something very challenging um, because a lot of things link together. And if one thing doesn't work, it really affects all other things, you know, and yeah. and uh, and it's kind of like a card house. It starts collapsing, you know. Like if, if one thing doesn't work, it stops you from progression. Yeah, and uh, this is what makes it like really challenging for us. So that's that's something that I wanted to comment on and maybe dig a little bit with you. So as a designer, hearing that you're designing, you know, and have basically made a, a god game or a god sim, that's one of the things that is like the most daunting. It's like. I'm not making a game that's like a linear, if you are here, I do this. And if the enemy is here, do this, right? You're saying I'm developing systems that rely and depend on each other. And the fun is the synergy between those systems and the decisions that you make, right? Correct. So from a pen and paper standpoint, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> like a lot of posters. Yeah. So <laughs> where do you start as far as crafting a, a system that's, you know, for your godson like this, where would you say you found was your, your, your best method for handling or even bug testing something like this? Like, how do you regress through this system, then that system, then the spawning system, then the hunger system, then the motivation system to find that, ah, this guy was allergic to blueberries and that's why he died. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely overwhelming. That's why I'm saying like the, the, the scope of the project is really huge and and like working with a small team like ours, it's it's very challenging because you know as you're saying, like it, it requires a lot of testing as well. Like when when you implement something, you really and this is like kind of like slow paced game as well. Like where, where in a platformer or or like a first person shooter, you can load the level yeah. fifteen and just run through the through the room and kind of like check it out. In our case scenario, we have to play the game for a few hours to 
kind of get from the balance standpoint, because the balance is a big deal here as well. And in our game, you have to like play for a few hours from zero to like 20, 20 population or something. So where things evolving and you see like, okay, it goes nice, it goes nice. And then there's a, like minute 45. Oh shoot! There's <laughs> it, it doesn't feel right. You're you know, five like, hours in, this system does not work. <laughs> so you go tweak the value, and ha- you have to restart. Yeah. So you, you can see that a lot of people like can say like, "Hey, developing game is like really fun and exciting," but like not all the time. Yes, it it is like really great. You know, like I really enjoy what we're doing, and we, we love what we're doing, but it's a lot of work as well you know like it's it's not just like hey i will sit down and play multiplayer game all day long with my friends you know like and, and just report the bugs on the side no mm-hmm. so yeah we we actually have some some great fan base they help us to uh test things we have qa qa team uh we have a few people internally and then we have special sections on our forums where we allow people to test game before release so we're patching game every month mm-hmm. and uh but we release internal close um, patches to our qa team mm-hmm. on the forums and they doing a great job by saying like hey you guys messed up here or you guys are rethinking about that one you know like and this that and, and uh, things like that and uh that helps a lot so overall our community is very supportive i'm really amazed how how we, uh, how how great they are, you know, like it's, we've been working on the project for some time and uh, it surprised me to see how we don't get much of the troll people, you know, and <laughs> all that kind of, kind of stuff uh, that you can usually get a lot on, on the platforms like Steam and stuff like that. But overall, it's very supportive of progress and our fans are really amazing and we're really honored to have them. So it's, it's been challenge and uh, so people help us a lot so is this your first indie project yes and uh, for most of our team this is the first first big game they're working on so we don't have any like big names from like ea games ubisoft mm-hmm. yeah you know like how people usually start the project on kickstarter hey we work on gda5 you know mm-hmm. now, now we can change the world or something you know <laughs> so, so Hey, yeah. a bunch of yeah. us never worked on games before. This is our first game. But, right. boom, $40,000. Yeah, I mean, and it's great to have experienced people, you know, like, yeah. it's a matter of, so we're, we're trying to survive by being independent. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of pushing away investors, and there's, like, publishers, opportunities as well, and we just, like, yeah, it's all sounds great, you know, like, yeah, you guys offer a lot of money, it means we can hire more more skilled people and things like that, but then they will start, like, hiding your tie, you know, like, so, <laughs> so you, you'll try to, like, survive with them, so we, we kind of know how, how it goes. I, I've been gamer for, for a long time, you know, like, I've been following all the game projects, all, all the, all the um, drama here and there, you know, and... Uh, I see how it goes, and, and that's why we're very sensitive. So if we can survive with just a crowdfunding with our fans, we'll do that rather than just like take, hey, yes, give us fifteen million dollars, we can deliver the game in February fifteenth. No, <laughs> so and then okay, it's a February ten, and our game is not there, you know. And mm-hmm. if I'm not releasing it on the February fifteenth, they will start penalizing me, you know, like which is like. Okay, so that probably will kill my company because we'll start losing losing like investments, you know. And we already hired a bunch of people, you know, that working on that. So we probably will have to let them go if we will not continue. So it's again start collapsing and collapsing. Um, so versus, we're still like very transparent with our fans. Yes, maybe it moves a little bit slower than if we had like a big budget, like twenty million dollars or something like that, which is not even considered big budget in the gaming industry, you know, but for us, it will be like enormous. But we're still investing a lot of personal time and love, you know, like our, like our, our team salaries, they're not at the triple A size salaries, you know, so they still working and understanding what they're doing. So they, they, they work with their heart, they invest a lot of personal time as well, you know? Yeah. So 
That's fine. I mean, I think it's beauty of this. I think like we're very unique. I know a lot of families doing the same thing, you know, uh, and I think that's the right thing of the right thing to do in this kind of uh, environment because it keeps keeps all the doors open. So it's not limits you on uh, what you can implement or when you can implement this, you know, if you want to like take extra mile to uh, and invest more time in something specific, you know, like small thing that you really like, you can. So nobody really stops you versus trying to please all those people with a lot of money, you know, so. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the holes that indie developers might fall into if they sign up with a publisher is kind of losing the creative freedom that they wanted in the first place. So what's equally as impressive as making a God game with a team of 15, and I'm sure Larry will hit you up with more design questions, but like the business and marketing strategy is amazing that you guys were able to to come up with an idea and just been hitting home runs since then. <laughs> so, what the hell? So I kind of want to dive a little deeper into that. So you have an idea basically, and you wanted to talk to people about it. And I'm sure like recruiting people about your idea, especially when it's just a paper and pen. And like Larry mentioned before, a lot of posters. <laughs> How was that? Like, can you kind of walk us through like yeah. what, what, what method exactly worked because I'm sure there was some no's or a lot of no's yeah. before there were yeses. How do you convince engineers <laughs> that your napkin drawings are worth their right. free hours? Again, yeah. it's, it's, it's very challenging and uh, I, I can't stress that like enough. You know, it, it is not something as very simple as just like, hey, I've been sitting on the sofa and decided to make a game. Mm. It's a lot of, a lot of, um, uh, energy involved in that so what helped me a lot also is i've been doing some uh youtube videos i've been doing some uh, station? uh yeah we have we have i have two channels i have a creative station which is we also promoting so the creative station is a, is a youtube channel that actually promotes creative people on youtube so like like a designers um and uh painters and stuff like that. So what, what we do there is they sending us their, their work, which we call usually like speed art uh, or speed painting. What it is, is just when they work on the computer, when they, when they do their art, they record it, they put, they speed up the, the, the timing on that and they put some kind of like cool epic music and stuff like that. So I kind of start doing that. I, I don't want to say like, like almost first on YouTube. So I started doing that like very long time ago um, without any payment or anything, you know, it, it just was my passion. So I, I just started doing those speed arts because I'm, I'm pretty good at Photoshop. Uh, so I've been working in Photoshop since 2003. So it's over 10 years or something. So I, I feel like fish in the water when, when we talk about Photoshop, you know? And uh, one day I decided like, because like when you work in Photoshop and you do something well and you show it to, to the people, they see that image and they say like, oh yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And like, hold on a second. It's not <laughs> cool. It's amazing. And let me show you why. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because your goal is uh, like when, when you design things, like you don't want the people notice that something was like paste from some, from different scene or something. Mm -hmm. And when they see it, it, it feels like for them, it's natural. Like, you know, like, yeah, it's a cool picture, but I was like, how can I show it that there is more love? There is more like work involved. Like, yeah. and, and I decided just to record what I'm doing, speed it up and uh, put like epic music on, you know, and, and surprisingly it, it ended up really cool. Like it's, it's kind of like mini uh, trailers almost, you know, like you feel like there's kind of like a movie sense on it, you know, like you, you create things and, uh, um, and I've been doing that for, for like a few years, yeah. been uploading my videos on YouTube and people was like, Oh yeah, that's cool. I had like 20,000 subscribers or 15,000 subscribers. It was like, yeah, yeah, cool. And one day I went to sleep, wake up in the morning. My, my, my phone is super hot. Mm -hmm. I opened, there's like a 700 something emails. <laughs> <laughs> my, one of my videos went viral nice. and, uh, 
overnight, I think it, it generated over 5 million views. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, well, you uh, heard, it, heard it here first, Alex, the father of speeding up your work videos and putting up to me. Yeah, and I, I was like, what's what's wrong, you know? And I opened, that, opened the, my YouTube channel and that video is like kind of like everywhere. It's trending on the first page and I was like, yeah. Okay, people doesn't need a lot to be entertained, I guess, you know. So but and that that was a work that I was never expecting to go viral because like there was like some some famous critics back in Russia was like criticizing that work. uh, and I was like, Well, I was doing it like I was not even thinking that anybody like ever will like criticize that or or you know, like somebody will like somebody even like in some countries like they publish it on the newspapers and I was like, Okay, I felt like like a Justin Bieber for for for, for <laughs> some time because yeah I got a lot of like emails and people was like hey can you make me the same video for like some kind of like random company like mm-hmm. lawyer lawyer company want me to make a Photoshop video for them because they wanted to go viral yeah you know but a viral is some something like you know you can't control yeah, so this is very very natural there's a lot of people who've been studying it, who invested tons of money to make things go viral, but it won't go viral unless like people don't want it. You know, it's, yeah. it's a very natural process. It's like, you can, you can have like gazillion, gazillion fans and things like that and show something and it might be flopped. Mm-hmm. Or you can be like very small and like nobody knows you and you make like something, something small and silly and it explodes, you know, like, and, mm-hmm it's something that nobody can control. And that's why I was like surprised as well. Like, okay, what's so special about that video? Because I've been making videos like for a few years and this one just explodes, you know, like, and uh, after that, I've been getting a lot of fans. So I've been, I've been uh, getting a lot of, um, I have a Facebook page with a lot of um, followers, fans, likes, whatever you call it. Uh And um, so that like, Few days after that, I discovered that uh, Facebook fan limit—not uh, fan friend limit—was like five thousand people or something like that. Mm-hmm. So you can add more than that. So, and like, I've been I mean, keep getting people like, "Hey, why are you not accepting my friendship request?" I, well, <laughs> I, I filled the uh, servers of Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, and so that's kind of the backstory. So I've been I've been kind of um, getting some attention. Um, uh, creating little little fan base that actually helped me to kickstart the project as well because I had the eyes and ears where I could say like hey guys I'm looking for this guy mm-hmm. like I'm looking for a developer I'm who knows this and that I'm looking for audio designer and and people just been spreading spreading the word you know so and then those people were contacting me back with different expectations, of course, different requirements, different skills. And uh, so it's a lot of talk and uh, negotiating um, prices in some cases, you know, in some cases uh, like the skills, because like when we started, we were a little bit less picky because, hey, we didn't have funds. We have nothing to, to offer, you. you know, like we have to, like whatever you can bring to the table, we're in, you know, like, so if you want to, if you're saying, Hey, I'm just from the college mm-hmm. and I kind of like want to help you guys and start learning the project as well, you know, mm-hmm. and like, oh, sure. Yeah, that's, that's great. Coming in. And then later on, like years after, like year or two after when you have like a good skilled, skilled guys and you, they go in the code and they was like, what is this mess? Like, <laughs> <laughs> What is this crap? <laughs> yeah. And, and, right. <laughs> why you guys love this you know like and things like that well it's what we could afford at that time you yeah. know it's, yeah. it's it, we can't choose we're not big people with a lot of money where we can say hey you you're gonna work on that for eight hours today and yeah. it's you know, no it's it even even right now it's very friendly environment where it's very flexible so like people can stay longer they can leave when they want pretty much as long as you're not abusing the system you know mm-hmm. so it, it, it's it's very natural so there's no kind of like micromanagement or anything and i think that's a big deal because they feel like they're working on something that they like versus like you know that dragging feeling you know you have to do it because of i want to get paid or something yeah, like yeah. that you know and um yeah that's pretty much 
story. That, that that's what I'm saying. Like I have a lot to tell, kind of, you know, and uh, um, been going through through some 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 things. I, I just like love to create things, you know. Like I'm I'm a craftsman myself, so if if there's something the word create involved, I would love to try that, you know. Like I would love to join you and see if we can create something special. So. Um. What do you say would be your biggest heartache about the project thus far in, in its entirety? And no matter what stage it was, what sure. was probably the like, man, this is really like a pain in the butt. I wish I didn't have this problem or something that you had to deal with. But, you know, uh, it was holding you back significantly. You know, what was probably the, the biggest hardship that you had to overcome? Yeah, well, the main thing, the main challenge is working with people remotely. Okay. Not seeing somebody's face uh, when you're asking somebody to do something and they're not sharing your vision or something, you know, mm -hmm. they might accept it, but you don't know if he will like turn turn his his head and say asshole or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can get that. So that's that's the biggest thing. Like you you don't have like yeah we have we have meetings we have, we we can have conversation over Skype over over Slack and things like that. But you lose that sense of, you know, like the personal touch almost, mm -hmm. you know, like face, face, face touch and um, face touch. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe uh, that's why you're not getting a lot of people. <laughs> Apple face touch. I face lots of touch faces on uh, <laughs> at crazy <Tri> games. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, the, the personal touch, face to face contact, you know, like yeah. the, that, that kind of thing. So. It's very challenging. Sometimes, like, like for somebody in the team, because they're not being honest as if there's something bothering them, if they're not sharing, you know, your vision or somebody, they not agree with somebody, it can, like, snowball for them a little bit as well and then explode and they will, like, you know what, I don't like this, I don't like that. And mm -hmm. we have to, like, okay, why didn't you tell me that before? Like, let's, let's, mm -hmm. let's work together and kind of um, see what we can, we can do in order to, like, make you happier and things like that. So that's the, the main biggest challenge is working from home in your underwear and the white socks. So, you know, uh, but at the same time, there's a, there's a process as well. Like there's a, there's a process. Um, so mainly because teams spread around the world. And, uh, when I go sleep, for example, somebody wake up. Mm -hmm. So the process goes almost like 24 seven, you know, like we still, we still have, time to get in touch with everyone mm -hmm. but the beauty is yeah like some people can be asleep and other people wake up and start working in the project and things like that but yeah i would say that's that's the main challenge and uh, another challenge is of course the funds you know like again i can't imagine what you can build if you have like gazillion million dollars you know like easy like, You'll never make that game. It'll just you'll keep spending. Well, I think that's 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 where that's where why some of the project they 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 simply collapse. You know their own weight. They have a lot of money, but and their team is so big that the management needs to be perfect. The management team they they need to know everything in order to make the like the the vision, the passion that everything should match one person that 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 knows what they're doing and everybody can like should share that with with everybody you know yeah and uh yeah we're with us like yeah we're, we're smaller but like we have a little bit more control and that's why i'm thinking like if we would have like gazillion money like we probably would make like something really amazing you know like because from what i've seen a lot of books, you know you guys are on par with amazing oh yeah i mean i mean we we yeah we invest a lot of a lot of love in into the project yeah it was like we have like we 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 established very small team but it was like really cherry picking you know like like picking like right now we have like really great 3d artists we have like really great um audio designer and things like that, you know, like, but again, it's all kind of like progress natural way. It's not like we start with that from the beginning, you know, like, so it's, it's kind of like evolving as we do. So, and um, yeah.
All right. So my question for you now is actually, I wanted to jump in after. So having gone through the experience of having consistent progress on your game, but working remotely, right? Yeah. Would you ever consider transitioning into a brick and mortar model? Or are you actually, now that you kind of got the hang of things, maybe more excited about your remote process? Which one do you think, is it all out of necessity that you're doing it remotely? Or now is it even, that's what you prefer? Well, I would prefer actually work in office with okay. individuals because, again, it gives you a little bit more control, not over them, not not like on micromanagement part, but more like, you know, like you can, when you have like a, like face-to-face interaction, you know, it's it's more personal. It becomes a little bit more more clear for, for a person, you know, versus... Yeah, we're trying to have the conversations here and there, you know, and uh, again, Google Hangouts or Skype. Mm. But again, like just shaking somebody's hand or like putting your hand on somebody's shoulder, like, you know, these gestures can, can be like very, very special, you know, like, yeah. and we're kind of like missing that part, you know, where, where, where I can like reach you guys and start hugging you and kissing, you know, like, yeah. you, great job. Thanks very much. You know, yeah. like, it's very hard to do. Uh, sexual harassment online <laughs> it's very challenging yeah well there is something to being able to turn your chair and telling your engineer something or your 3d artist something right mm. even working remotely is the dream like most people prefer like having that freedom but uh, until maybe Microsoft HoloLens complete that hologram thing online where you're able to see like a 3D representation of your, your teammate across the seas, uh, there is always going to be a gap that Slack cannot fill or Skype cannot fill. And uh, it, it is missing that. And it is very, it's much faster to be able to turn to someone and, and say, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, that's 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 so true because like you, you can see people and it's it's not only like what you say or what they show to you you know like like fingers and things like that you know you, in in most cases when you work with people the reason why I know this I work so I'm based in San Diego and I I've been working with some agencies here as well in advertisement where we do some promotions and stuff like that and I, I, I've been traveling. Uh, in the past a lot and I work with teams like with over 30 people, over 50 people, even 200 in some cases and uh, sometimes there's a feelings involved, you know, like where you feel there's something wrong, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, like, hey, like you're super excited about the idea and you see that person in the corner is like, you know, like, there's like, you see that he's not like something <laughs> bothering him, but he's not saying that, you know, he's like, when when you talk to him, he's like, put the smile on you know like yeah that's awesome yeah, no. yeah. but then like when you like grab him and I'm like okay do, do you think there's something we can do better like you think is we're missing something you know and then it's it's just that kind of like conversation and and, and the emotional you know process where you can start like where you can have your feelings involved in the project you know not just like erratics like hey tasks 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 you know right. like it's, so yeah that's that's I guess that will be our goal is to become uh, to open uh, office where we can, like gain all together and work on the on the project. But again, like yes, we have some funds, you know, but we'd rather spend them on the project right now and um, be safe versus start like going, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want an office, I want I want a house, I want a car, and then like at the end you'll end up with nothing, you know, yeah, because yeah. Y- you got that marshmallow right now versus waiting for a few more. Yeah. So you were mentioning this before and with your marketing uh uh early start in in YouTube and everything, um I'm sure now, if anything, like you mentioned uh, you're getting a lot of interest and I don't know if it's based on prior experience with these guys or just the terms that they're coming up with, or just overall, you want to just keep a hundred percent of the creative freedom. Like how are you dealing with those guys 
And is there anything that you're 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 thinking that if they actually uh, go on their half of the deal that you will say yes to, or is it mostly like I don't? You guys are all scoundrels. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're not kind of like psycho close from everybody. You know, like hey, no, because we we hate investors burn in hell. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like we hate publishers burn in hell. It's it's more about like. Yeah, getting the right terms and things like that. You know, like if, if you're very friendly and feel like, yes, this is the person that we can work with. Like, yeah, I've been getting like, we've been getting close to sign something, you know, with people where we got like 30 pages of agreement and uh, like Laura's been involved and it's like, okay, but you know, yeah, it's kind of like, it's eager to get like more fun and start like going like, full retard on the project you know (laughs) so it's like with a lot of like very skilled professionals and stuff like that but again and then you think like okay what will happen if we'll become even more successful and that guy will be the weight you know like Mm. now i will have to go to him and say like hey you know what i have a new amazing idea for this project what do you think and he'll be like nah i don't like yeah you know and that's mean like you have to kind of like invest your own time and and uh, energy to work on the project where he will benefit from, but he will never invest kids, you know, like, mm-hmm. so he's not part of the family, but he's more like, he still will be at your, at your dinner table, you know, and ruin the family, family kind of uh, dinner, you know, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> you can sit with us, but can you <laughs> spread yourself a lot? <laughs> really? <laughs> you can sit and watch TV, but like, <laughs> Don't join our family dinner if you're if you don't want to cook with us, you know, like yeah. you know, or, or help our family to prepare the table, you know. Um, but yeah, it's 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 all about like I think it's anywhere pretty much. It's all about terms. I mean, if mm-hmm. if something is acceptable and we feel, but again, we're we're a little bit more stressed about things you know like when it comes to that like we're we're a little bit more picky mm-hmm. and uh, because we got as as we we're saying like the universe is big and bright you know so we got that chance one chance that the people gave us and we don't want you know like we only have one hit mm-hmm. we only have that one red button with uh to launch all our rockets you know and we don't want to launch it too too early or like accept something that will ruin that like that's that's another thing like we're not on steam and people asking us why you guys not releasing the game on steam is well mainly because it's not ready yet mm-hmm. i mean it's ready for for close amount a close close um a small amount of people very close kind of like fan base you know like uh, that's why our prices for the game is a little bit higher than what we want to actually sell it by the end of the day mainly because we we established the price a little bit higher to make people kind of to stimulate them research a bit you know like hey don't just drop those like 20 25 dollars you know on the project and then like play it for five minutes throw it away and it's like eh, it's something that I, I don't like it's too buggy or something we we at the price point like where you can get the game for 40 dollars right now mm-hmm. and we're saying it's a uh, alpha access but that price is something that you don't don't want to drop right away even though I understand if I will put the game at $25, $30, $35 right now, we probably will get more money than what we're making right now with $40. So mm-hmm. some, sometimes there is a misconception in people where they saying, well, they're greedy, that's why they put the $40 price tag. No, it's actually to push people away a little bit from projects. So right. we have that, it, it's kind of like a hog, you know, like you, you open it just a little bit, like let the water, water, water flow, you get... And, and you start getting the feedback from those people. Like you, you, you have more control versus letting everybody in, you know, like, and then it's like, oh, that doesn't work. That, I, I hate that. And people will leave and never come back, yeah. you know, and versus like doing it little by little. And when we feel like, yeah, it's, it's a good time, then we can like, all right, everybody come in, you know, like, mm-hmm. so because it's been tested, it's been, um, you know, people saying it's fun. It's stable. It's not crashing your computer and things like that. So that's why we're not going for Steam right now because Steam is huge, and we only have like one chance, and we only have like one hit. And the Universe is our first project, and it's very important for us not to make money but make a name. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So to, to establish the name as a Criteria Games Company. So I kind of like want to position us as a hero company, you know, that came here not to have DLCs or, you know, all those like, you know, like pay to win mechanics or like, hey, pay to get like another half of the game later or something like that. You know, like now we, we're going to have like one price. You get everything pretty much that we're promising. And uh, if you will support us more in the long run, we just will make everybody's game bigger and brighter. It's not that, hey, you're special because you purchased limited platinum edition, you know, like or yeah. something like that. I mean, it's it's more like, yeah, there might be some cosmetic for you or special like thank you lettering you, you'll get because it's kind of like how the crowdfunding works. Like we have different tiers and we're trying to satisfy people, but at the same time, we don't want to hurt the project. We don't want to separate the community. You know, like we don't want to give you like something special that will, your game will be different than from his game. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like I really admire your your very uh, your cautious steps to to well, investors yeah. and to your customer base. I think a lot of indie developers would spend a lot of time to develop a Kickstarter campaign to get it funded and spend a lot of energy and they get to that point and when the first publisher comes in and say hey we want to give you more money they automatically say yes without thinking of the repercussions of yeah. you know what they're trying to build so and secondly your customers it's not you're treating them not as like transactional where here's something give us your money and then whatever you think about it is, is whatever you think about it you're investing in them in a way where you know Maybe they will like your first game, so they buy your second game. So it's it's very smart how you're approaching it, and I feel like you're 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 dodging a lot of landmines that indie developers fall into, uh, which is they see money and they just get and they get greedy basically. Well, yeah, I mean the money is. I mean everybody wants money, you know. Yeah, like there's people that will say like, "Hey, I hate money," you know. Like everybody wants it, and I think that's why. It's it's so attracting. I mean, it's it's very attracting when somebody comes in and say like, "Hey, here's a bag with some money," you know, like, <laughs> and you're the, eating the, instant noodles, <laughs> right? Like, you go go buy yourself, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I got the offers where there was like, yeah. If you, so basically the offer was like, "Hey, uh, you can." So we have this chart. We we agree that the game will be ready in March 2017 or something like that. Yeah. And uh, but if you deliver game earlier, mm. get the bonus as mm. like three hundred thousand dollars as a personal bonus. You know, like you just take those money yourself, and that already sounds a little bit sketchy. You know, like because yeah. I will know that like any person will try to deliver the game early because they want to get bonus, yeah. and that will hurt the game. Yeah, because. It's already they they shrinking you. They they already kind of like trying to like give you bonuses for like delivering your project earlier versus where they 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 don't understand that they should stimulate you to make the project bigger in this time versus actually delivering earlier. They they want to get their money fast, fast yeah. as well, and they don't care about the project. That's what it tells. That's the that's the behind of thinking, you know. Yeah, and. Uh, but again, there's money involved, and all of that sounds like really cool. You know, like, yeah, I want to get three hundred thousand dollars. I want to buy that car. I want to buy that car. <laughs> yes. It's like that. But and then you think like, well, yeah, I will have that cookie right now, and I will eat it, and then I will starve after that. You know, like the yeah. people will. If the people will hate my company, if the people will hate the project, then I don't know. Like, what should I do in order to? earn their trust again with a second project. You know, that's why we're, we're very sensitive with our with our peeps, with our fans, you know, like very open. There's always like conspiracy uh, ter- terrorists, not terrorists. Terrorists. What? Why? They want to play Godson. Uh, yeah, where they like, hey, they want to I mean, like, that, that makes a lot of sense, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have some people saying like, hey, they, they don't want to go on Steam because... Uh, they will have like refunds or anything like that, or like they don't want to go on Steam because they don't want to share uh, the percentage with Steam, which is like, like guys, you don't realize how big right? is yeah. the Steam, you know? 
like even by sharing that percentage, even have the refunds and things like that, we still will make much more money than what we're making right now. If yeah. we would, if we had an idea of getting your money and run, you know, like right now, we would have released the game on Steam already. You know, like we would release release the game on Steam, grab all the money, and then whatever. You know, like we we will work on this like time by time, and maybe we'll start a new project. Mm-hmm. Instead, yeah, we're kind of like cooking that inside of house you know like the entire project is cooking inside of house and then when we're ready we'll bring that cake that you will enjoy you know like it's it's painful for us like it's much easier for us it will be much easier for us to release the game on steam but again we totally understand that it will ruin the you know people people's impression you know like that's why we want to we want to hold it make sure it's fun uh as flawless as possible and then Go for it. It's a lot of a lot of decisions to make on a daily basis as well. You know, like a lot of a lot of things is are very attracting. And uh, but again, maybe I mean at the end, like we'll not get much. You know, like but again, at least we we know that we did everything and we kind of like saved our face or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, especially when you're new, when you're a new studio uh, and you're creating your first game. What's way more important than uh, making tons of money, which would be nice, is establishing yourself, right? Having your 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 company associated with awesome games, because then people will take notice. A lot of indie companies, I feel like, with their first game, they flop, or it's critically awesome, but they don't make as much money, and then that's it. They all go back and work at uh, previous companies because they can't afford anymore. But like, I feel a lot of those are prematurely quitting where they're probably two games away from being self-sufficient and successful. I feel like, I feel like I I honestly agree with you. And I feel like there's a lot of project where they actually rush them on the market, you know, like where they could have invest a little bit more time. And again, it might be a different situation. They, they ran out of funds or, or, or something, you know, personal and stuff like that. Then, yeah, I mean, it's understandable, but again, there's a lot of games where that you feel like, it was rushed, you know, yeah. and uh, um, that's why if if that would be me, I mean, if we had the funds, I wouldn't show our game to our fans. Mm-hmm. I would work in the house, you know. We will we'll, we will build a game inside of the house without showing anybody. May, uh, mainly because it kills a little bit of um, you know the the first kind of surprise of the game you know like the first kind of like run through the game because i really appreciate the work what our fans doing and i really really i can't stress it like they, they do a really amazing job and uh, we, we're still trying to keep that little mystery you know like hey you'll have that you'll have that but you uh defragmentate everything like a lot like you, you you're giving them like so instead of having like the fun right away in the one piece you know like you 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 format that like in a lot of pieces and that's kind of what ruins it a bit uh in in my kind of vision i would love to somebody even even like it's like watching a great movie without the trailer you know like versus like watching the trailer and it's kind of like yeah you know that that guy will die because you already saw him dying in the trailer you know it's kind of like means your 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 tension so the same thing kind of with us what our our guys are doing right now everybody early adopters they kind of like playing kind of like we can say it's like a trailer you know like they mm-hmm. they see how the things build up versus we're giving him one one full complete movie you know like to to enjoy which is that hurts me as a visionary you know like because i i want to have that kind of one piece but we can't afford it mm-hmm. you know like we can't afford making it like different way and maybe that's what makes us special and uh, and strong as a project, you know, like because also the, the the brightest part about it is we're getting feedback right away from them, you know. As we progress, mm-hmm. we're constantly getting in touch with people like on the forums or our QA team. Like we, we share share the progress. They they um, provide information back to us. Versus like if you will build something long time ago, you have like very limited base that could have tested, you know, like 20 people or 50 people in QA teams, like, or whatever was like limited uh, uh, amount of hardware. And uh, 
So, so maybe, maybe that's what really helps us a lot as well, you know, like, so, but again, as a creator, you probably don't want to show somebody what you're making, you know, mm-hmm. ahead of time because you rather like open the gates with a light, uh, you know, sparkling light. <laughs> Here you go, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you're, you're kind of touching on the subject and it's a perfect segue. Uh, so probably the hardest, what's harder than having uh, an initial connection with audience like you, you maintain yours uh over your viral viral videos and then just people who are generally interested in the game uh would be nurturing your fan base like keeping them interested is probably one of the hardest things so yeah. do you have any key takeaways for people out there like what has helped you throughout these two years of development uh keeping that fan base alive and interested and invested well, I think process, pretty much. Yeah, I think it's 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 kind of like a natural flow. I don't think that there is something that you can really yes, and at some at some some at some part you can learn things, you know, like how to do things here and there. But it's more like natural flow. Like for example, if you take like racers, there is a good racers and a bad racers. It's not that somebody can't drive the car; they all can drive the car, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a good and great and amazing racers that yeah. always finish the first. Like, what's what's the deal with those people? You know, like, what, what makes them so special? Because it's in their blood. Yeah. Like, the same thing kind of here, like, like, even when I was, like, doing some Photoshop videos, like, if you open my video, you'll see, like, people asking, a lot of people asking for tutorials and stuff like that. How do you do that? How do you do this? It's something, like, natural. There's something, like, Hey, I'm not using tools that you can't use. You know, you know all those tools, but I can explain you kind of like I can give you some some explanation and hints on like thinking behind the scene. But again, you need to understand how how that works. Like you need to feel it. Like you need to feel when people need more, and you need to feel like hey, I'm moving in the wrong direction. You know, like it's, it's something that uh, I was not thinking about, or it's it's not what was in my plan and things like that. Same thing with like to peel, uh, keep people entertained and interested in the project is very challenging um, because you you need to be careful because saying things is easy. Like you can say like, hey, the universe will have uh, 16 quintillion planets or something like that, you know, and uh, gazillion different animals and blah, 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 you know, but again, like, it, it's easy to say that in like from mathematical standpoint like you can say a lot you can say like yeah this like as you probably get that's a no man's sky example like you can say like there's 18 or 16 quintillion planets but again it's a mathematical number yeah it's not that you know it's all unique like in the world because our world is amazing amazing thing you know like even if you take like a little planet we'll have like more atoms and, and things that you can even imagine or count in your real time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but from a programming standpoint, it's easy to throw huge numbers, you know, mathematical numbers. Like I can say like our, our planet can be 18 quintillion miles away, you know, and things like that, but will it be fun? Or like, is that e- even make any sense for a player? You know, like it, yeah. it, it might sound really awesome, but at the end of the day, when they were like, open it with a big smile on their face they start launching the game and they <laughs> what the fuck is this shit <laughs> <laughs> no it's all sounded so great and everything yeah. you know? but i mean okay like it's that can it, destroy it's... a studio yeah yeah i mean over promising you know it's simply over promising really or it's not even over promising it's it's like making accents on the wrong things you know yeah. it's again that's my personal opinion maybe some people want to agree on that, but again, I feel like it's very important to not overhype it and have surprises. I think the biggest of, uh, problem of uh, No Man's Sky was there was no surprises in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was more promise than you actually got the um, surprise. I know a lot of people enjoy it. I, I kind of enjoyed it for a few hours until I kind of like start seeing the you know the the patterns yeah yeah and it's like okay yeah i mean again 
don't want they they got enough, uh, so I don't want to join <laughs> join that train. Uh, but yeah, I, I feel like that's that's a good example of oh. over promising, you know, and uh, kind of like uh, accepting deals that you probably shouldn't accept and yeah. things like that, you know. Like again, I have no idea what's behind the scenes with those guys, you know, like right. what happened and, and things like that. So I've been following a little bit. We even have the number of forums like, hey, what do you guys think those guys made wrong? So we'll not do the same mistakes, you know, because yeah, they, they made shit tons of money. Yeah. But how are you going to trust not, them on the second like, one? Yeah. That's their like if people will see the Hello Games name somewhere, they will be like very skeptical. You know, like right. they will raise a lot of like red flags and things like that. They will it, it will chase them forever. Um same thing kind of we had with our project as well. Like when we launched the Kickstarter, the Goddess was released like a few months ago for all the backers and things like that. And that was chasing us all the Kickstarter where the people like, yeah, I would support you guys, but you will be another Goddess. You know, like yeah. it was like, okay, like first of all, we're a completely different team. I mean, yeah. even our project is like different like it's it's completely different you know the concept of it yes there is a god game and yes as you can say like formula one is a racing game and you can take the gta 5 the racing game as well like it's it's yeah there's like a similar concepts you know like you can race the car but it's different worlds it's a different mechanics different engines and stuff like that so it's it's more like a category you know yeah. like or like call of duty and battlefield it's it's category category or first person um multiplayer game you know like but at the same time it's it's completely different games you know like so yeah i mean it's it's challenging and uh when we launched our kickstarter as well we invested all our time in actually building the page building our pitch and we actually like put everything that we know everything that we want into that page and we hit the launch button and then there was like 30 days right and then when I realized, like, uh oh, now we need to keep people entertained. Like, we need to actually in the Kickstarter. If you want to have a successful Kickstarter, you probably want to have, um, like, at least every other day have some kind of good announcement for people. Mm. Like, start sharing more more information about the project, about what's going on, how how everybody's helping you, like, what do you think, like, where you, where you end up, and things like that. And we completely missed that part. So, and then I was like panicking, like, hey, what we can say? Like, it's, we, we literally said like what what we know and what we plan in this page. And it took us like several months to prepare, you know? And then it's already running and there's 30 days and you need to entertain people kind of, you know? Like yeah. it's all juggling things like that. And the information is not there. So and it was like really stressful. You had to like kind of like, start like shaking people hey, hey hey what do you think like what we can, can i say this can i say that what do you think like do i do i say something wrong or i over promise and things like that so and um yeah that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah i feel like uh, a lot of marketing is has to do with game design like having people contribute especially on a kickstarter and feeling that they uh did something uh to to the game's progress it's a lot like what twitch streamers are doing like every time someone donates and there's like hey what's up thank you man thank you edge two <laughs> for that donation and then they go back to what they were doing so dude it is that time <laughs> right <laughs> and this is that larry and it's been one hour and larry i won't yeah. steal your line go for it that's all good so it is that time. <laughs> uh, it's one hour into the podcast. And one of the things that we always do for every guest is at this point, Brandon and I stop asking questions and we give you an opportunity and, you know, kind of as like a small parting gift, a uh, chance to just speak directly to our audience and say like, hey, I, I'm excited about this or I'm promoting that or look out for this on the way. Get involved with this charity that I'm part of. And then we say goodnight. So you have earned it. You gave us really great conversation and a great insight into, you know, developing Universum. And uh, yeah, it's time for me to be quiet. So anything you would like to promote, shout out. Uh, now is the time. You. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. I've been waiting for that my whole life. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you very much for 
allowing me to be, I mean, as you can see, probably, I, I love to talk about the project. And it, you, you gave me that opportunity and I can talk about it like for, for a long time. And uh, yeah, we've been, again, I don't want to promote anything uh, so far. We're, we're doing really great. I'm more, I'm, I'm more want to take the time and say thank you to everyone. You know, like the, the what they've been able to bring, like to like the, all their support is really amazing. So I can't ask for more. So I'm, I'm re really grateful and uh, I'm not asking for more. I'm just asking to stay with us and continue supporting the project, you know, and uh, if, if you feel there's something we can do better, please join our forums and uh, I mean, we'll do our best. All right. So that was wonderful. Yeah. Thank so, you very much. Again, guys, this is uh, Alex Koshikoff. Did I say it right? Koshikoff? Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no. I, terrible. I, I, terrible Larry. No, you didn't. <laughs> Disrespect. <laughs> it's been like a, it's a it's a Russian last name, so yeah. I, I, whatever, whatever satisfies you. Right? You got the K's <laughs> and the S and the V's. That's all I care. Right. Alex Postelkoff. Yeah. <laughs> the website is theuniversim.com. That's T H E U N I V E R S I M.com. You can check out the game, see the updates, watch the trailer, and even purchase it. And you can join the emailing list, which I suggest you do if you don't mind the emails, because it's a great way to keep informed about the happenings at the studio. Alex, from me personally, thank you very much for being a part of this. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.